Hello, I'm Harry Karanja the lawyer and I am Gashau Patrick the Liman and this is Swalanyeti, the Kenyan legal podcast that pairs a Liman and a lawyer to answer your legal questions. Welcome Gashau. Hi Wakili, how have you been? Good, good. Uh, this whole month yes, is Tokyo. Tokyo, yes. yes. Mm. And uh, did you see Kipchoge? How could I miss? One. Well, but let me be honest. I I saw him <laughs> the finishing. <laughs> <laughs> you know I I admire people who watch marathons. Why? Two hours. It's impressive. You know, I admire that there is a tactic. I don't see it. I mm-hmm, hear mm-hmm. people saying, okay, now the group is is de- is detaching from the... I just listen, okay. Yeah. But yeah. I can't see the tactic. <laughs> <laughs> then I do that for two hours. Yeah. Uh, so we're just waiting for two hours. Uh, so, you know, these marathon things, I wait for the end. Then I say, yeah, okay. <laughs> ten, fa- last ten minutes. You know, if if uh, if it's difficult to watch Olympics for two hours marathon, yeah, it means that you don't watch Formula One then. Ah, Formula One, I like. I know the tactics. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So Those you can I understand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but but it's not the time. It's, it's not, not the, the time, time they spend. It's the tactics you're saying. I think if you enjoy, if you understand the sport, you enjoy. I see. Anyway, I see. let's listen <laughs> to the case. I'm a businessman and I trade in electronics. A friend placed an order and asked to pay for it in two installments to be made two weeks apart when we were catching drinks at my favorite local. My friend, now client, had paid 35000 as a deposit. On the agreed date, I sent my brother with a TV to deliver and collect the balance. He has then ignored my calls from that day. Despite our prior communication, he did not respond till 9.30 p.m. He said he was busy and that I have overpriced the TV compared to other vendors like Jumia. He has not been communicating on the way forward. He has since blocked me. I have all our communication, the address of his home and proof of payment. I want my money since this was a business and not friendship. The TV cost 70000 How can I get my money back? All right, so <laughs> the way I understand this case, you had uh, these two gentlemen who met. In a bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a celebratory month, so you can't blame them. Uh-huh. You're probably celebrating while watching our... Uh, Olympics. Uh, yes, our Olympics. Uh-huh. And it seems that they agreed for the trader to sell this other person a, a TV. And but in the bar? Yes. You have to keep adding that word. <laughs> in the bar? <laughs> He paid thirty five thousand. Yes, and later, now the person who's written in was supposed to deliver the TV. Yes, and collect the balance yes. of thirty five thousand. And when he delivered the TV, this person refused to pay the balance. And they, I am sure they have drunk some of that money. <laughs> you know, when you paid in, yeah. paid in the bar, you say, ah, waiter. That's that's one of the reasons why, under employment law, yeah. you are not allowed to pay your workers in a bar. Or in a place where alcohol is sold. Is that so? Of course. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because that's exactly <laughs> what's going to happen. Yeah, it's their money. They can do whatever they want. No, no, no. no. But don't pay them in a... Nunuliam <laughs> kubwa. You see, that's, the, that's exactly why that, <laughs> that thing is disallowed. So. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, so if if that has been your habit... Yeah, I'm paying my... <laughs> you come find me here. <laughs> no, no, no. You're not supposed to. Oh. So oh. let's see. Um, This guy just feels the TV is overpriced now. Yeah, he has yeah. checked on Jumia mm-hmm. on this online thing that yeah. the TV is actually twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't know that, you know. And even if that's the case, yeah. okay, legally we have to ask: Was there a valid contract 
to to buy and sell this TV at 70,000. Okay, that's and are you telling me it's fair if you sell me and our price thing and we have a valid contract? But don't you do that all the time? No, Doesn't that happen to you all the time? No. I mean, your industry sells overpriced food <laughs> all the time. <laughs> All the time. We sell food I, at market rate wakili. And I could always go home and just make myself that no, food no, at no, no, such no, a no. much lower rate. You don't have the fryers. So so that's why I'm trying to show you that value is is what value, is what people agree. Agree on. Exactly. Okay. And that's why there's freedom of contract. And the question is in this case was there a valid contract between the buyer and the seller? Um if there were beers that was valid. <laughs> Let's start with was uh, there a distinct offer? Okay. Okay. Um someone said I'll sell your TV at 70,000. Like that one. Can you start TV? <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works in the bar. That one. Uh-huh. That one with the curve. Okay. 70k. And this person did they accept? He said a kabisa. Okay. Was there consideration? Consideration means money what? exchanged. Ah, yeah. She can deposit. Okay. And was there an identifiable subject matter? What does that mean? The TV itself. Oh yeah. Okay, so starting from there, as you can see, the contract it looks like a valid sale of goods contract. This one you're forced, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you we have freedom to contract. Anyway, but you said that we sell overpriced things. Okay, let me not go back there. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy has seen the light. Now yeah. he's awoke. Yeah. After coming from the bar, and this is Xiaomi TV has been brought for his. He said yeah. this TV is not 70k. Yeah. I'm not paying. Mm. The money I paid you is enough. Mm. See you. You see, that's why people have contracts because if probably the trader knew that he was not going to pay, yeah, he would never have delivered They're in the first place. Exactly. So this is what they agreed, and a court will enforce a valid agreement. So if the trader chooses to pursue this legally, yeah, if the contract is valid, yeah, then the court will enforce it. So it doesn't matter whether or not he thinks that it's worth the amount he And and this small issue of mm-hmm. being in the bar. Yeah. Is there no problem there? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I I see where you're coming from. What I mentioned earlier was of course relating to employees and yes. the fact that you should not pay employees in a bar and drink their money and drink their money. But um there is also something which this trader has to be aware of. Mhm is one thing we haven't mentioned that determines the validity of a contract is capacity to contract. Ah, I remember that. Yes. So if you can remember a previous uh, episode, we spoke about the fact that someone has to be of sound mind mm-hmm. when entering into a contract. And they have to be over 18. <laughs> they have to be over 18, of course. Yeah. Okay. And in this case, sound mind can be disqualified by drunkenness. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So... If you are drunk, yeah, then you do not have capacity to contract. And wait, could a waiter in this case be a witness to the contract? For instance, uh, this one for TV, I sell you sawa. Yes, of course. If if uh, anyone has to prove their claims, they would be happy to bring on witnesses, uh, unless the waiter was also equally drunk. And then, <laughs> <laughs> then it wouldn't make any difference. Okay, so there's a small issue that probably mm-hmm. our man was not able to contract. Yes, but but just note that it's not that you can't completely contract if you're drunk. Mm-hmm. It's it's just that you cannot contract for anything apart from what we call necessaries. Okay. 
So necessaries are those things which are required for the sustenance of life. Okay. Or a drunk man's <laughs> life. <laughs> like a taxi to get home. Huh? Get so, you take me home I'll pay you. Um uh, maybe probably <laughs> you know that one is sounds like a stretch. I mean I thought you're going to say that the the alcohol itself is a necessary. Oh yeah. that is also necessary. <laughs> That's Oh yeah. That, that means that every time a waiter mm-hmm. brings a bottle to the table yes he has faith this drunkard will pay yes <laughs> <laughs> true true the true. contract uh, true because actually you're not allowed to serve alcohol to a person who is drunk yeah yeah so it would be hard to enforce you know non payment yeah by a drunkard it would be very difficult do east african bars know that So they use extrajudicial mechanisms to ensure that <laughs> you pay. They let you sober up and then when you're sober they ask you, "Oh, do you want to pay this or uh, or mm. Yeah. So 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 the thing is um if it was a necessary contract, yeah. he would still be required to pay a reasonable amount. Okay? Okay. So whether or not the fact that he was drunk if it was a necessary contract, it was a contract for necessaries. Yeah then he would still be required to pay a reasonable amount so and the court will determine the reasonableness of course okay. reasonableness is usually a matter of fact okay, okay. so you'd look at other tvs and of say, the same yeah but but look i mean a tv is is it a necessary i think i can pretty clearly say it is not it I is am. not okay then why did he take it why did he take what why did he receive the tv Why did he receive the TV if, when if the, the trader delivered it? If, yeah, let's say he says for well, one reason or another there's no contract because he has paid 35,000 shillings. There's contract. So yes, for him to try and escape the the contract halfway after he's already accepted delivery is uh questionable on his yeah. part. Okay? So for the trader, the trader could probably insist that there was a valid contract, yeah. okay, that this man had capacity that uh, giving out 35,000 shillings, yeah, you are not drunk. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you are doing. You know you are impersapin. Yeah. And the fact that he was able to give probably the delivery location, location and to recognize the the guy uh, who brought the TV. To recognize <laughs> the person who brought the TV. So it would be hard for him to claim that he did not have capacity to contract. If he did however claim that he had no capacity contract I think then he he can't remain with the TV of course because the TV is a subject matter of the co- that's a consideration if so you give it back yes he gives it back and then he asks for his 35000 which we drank five <laughs> and he drank the beer I'm giving him 30 <laughs> <laughs> see that's you see that's why you don't do um such deals ah, that one is very tricky you can't have drunk the money then you ask for it yeah on on alternatively and this trader should be aware of this if the tv that he is bringing to this buyer yeah is of uh, lower quality than what was agreed yeah then the buyer can sue him for breach of warranty okay? warranty yes so there's a difference between suing for a breach of condition and a breach of warranty okay, okay. a breach of condition would um, essentially rescind the contract or bring the contract to an end okay as in because it is so fatal that the contract can't yeah. continue you buy a tv and you bring a radio exactly you there's know? no condition <laughs> you have not met the material conditions yes. of the contract but if it's a breach of warranty and it's a tv but maybe lower quality different from 
from what you probably expected or something. It's a, it should be a but Sony, but it has a Q. <laughs> That's corny. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be a breach of condition. Oh, that is condition. I think that's a breach. Of, if if you have any such at home, I think you can uh, you can successfully claim for breach of condition. But breach of warranties are promises which are regarding the the quality or the merchantability of the goods. Okay, mm. and if there's a breach of warranty, then the 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 buyer can sue the trader. If if they go to court and say I'm not paying the thirty five thousand because there's a breach of warranty, yeah, then they would be arguing on that and the court will determine oh. what are the actual damage which has suffered because of this breach of warranty and it makes a determination of course the trader would be countersuing for the 35000 or if the trader sues 35000 the buyer countersues and for says breach of warranty ah so it's not um, 100% clear if uh, the trader would succeed in their claim because we don't know what the quality of the tv <laughs> really is and whether or not there was a breach of warranty yeah and the facts of the case would have to be dug into to see what are the other types of tvs that they sell what kind of tv was this promised what uh, was delivered what was delivered how how did these transactions you know what are the timelines of these transactions yeah. is it just that the buyer is, doesn't have money anymore <laughs> he's looking for a way out he drank the money So all these things will have to be put into consideration to see what uh, remedies okay. the trader has. Okay. I I remember a story about uh, a is coming to to a banking hall mm-hmm. and I owe you money. Yeah. And they tell us to lie down <laughs> <laughs> and I pay you there. <laughs> tell you here's your money. Yeah. Yeah. If you pay the debt, <laughs> and the robbers just come and bring that money. <laughs> Anyway, it feels yeah. like this. Uh, let's see. Let's see what this trader has and then he can make a claim. Okay. So finally, Wakili, mm. and you know this question is coming. Yeah. Can I go to the small claims court? Definitely. If this claim arose in Nairobi. Yes, in a bar in Nairobi. <laughs> in a bar in Nairobi. <laughs> the questions would have to be whether it uh, falls within the jurisdiction based on the nature of claim yeah. and um, this was a sale of goods contract. Yeah. And there's a claim that there was a breach of a sale of goods contract Correct. so definitely it falls within the ambit okay. of the small claims court one of these days i should attend this small claims court i see <laughs> is it online oh, yes you can attend the sessions are virtual and courts are open so it means that you can attend just the same way you could if it was physical you could walk in and attend any court courts are supposed to be open mm. so that justice must be seen to be done to be done yes so you're saying in Kenya I can walk to any court and listen to a not case. any court there's no, some courts some courts there's magistrate some, it's not the level of the court that will determine oh. um assuming that there were no covid restrictions yeah the issues would be one whether the matter is in chambers or in camera okay or not so there's some matters that you would not be able to walk into like uh, children matters yeah yeah of course or divorce matters or even some employment matters because oh. they are being held in camera but for most of the matters they are open court and you can walk in oh wow okay i am sure i'm not the only kenyan who didn't know that <laughs> <laughs> anyway thank you very much wakili and until next time goodbye goodbye thank you for listening to swalanyeti to listen to more episodes or get more information visit our website www 
www.swalanyeti.org. If you have a legal question, you can also send it to us on our website. Or call us on 0708 if you need urgent assistance. Till next time, goodbye. Goodbye.